Hey listener, Rock here. We're excited to be back with another episode of Between Two Mics. It's just me today since Zach is out on paternity leave, but I promise we got something cool in store for today's episode. Last week, we spent some time in Nashville, Tennessee among fellow podcasters at Podcast Movement. It was a blast. We had eight members of the squad team there. We had a booth where we met tons of podcasters and squadcasters. We went out to dinner as a team, attended the Podcast Movement parties, and met with some amazing people who push us to become better. We're excited to share a recap of Podcast Movement on social media and with our community soon. While at Podcast Movement, we spent some time with some squad potters. For those who don't know, SquadPod is what we call our community. SquadPod is a Slack channel that offers resources and opportunities for SquadCast customers. Anyone is welcome to join. We'll have a link in the show notes to our application, and it's a free community. Among other amazing squad potters like Dino Kenteo, Tony Moreland, and Randy Wilburn, we got to chill with the amazing Crystal Prophet, host of the Prophet Podcast. Yes, Prophet is her real last name. Crystal Show is a wonderful podcast about podcasts, kind of like this one. And she interviewed me and Zach last year. So for this episode, we're doing what's called a feed drop. We're going to play the episode that Crystal interviews us for her podcast in this feed of Between Two Mics. We're doing this for a few reasons. One, we want to show off the great work that Crystal is doing and encourage you to check out her show. Two, we want to model the implementation of a feed drop. It's a great option if you want to show off an interview or otherwise promote a friend's show. And three, we've been really busy lately with podcast movement, travel, and more. So we didn't have time to edit a whole new episode yet. But fear not, next week we start a series of interviews featuring the Squadcast team. So let's get into this week's episode. Thank you to Crystal Prophet for sharing this with us and for interviewing us on your show. For those who want more from Crystal, she just released an episode recapping podcast movement, and we encourage you to check it out. We'll link all of the things in the show notes for this episode. Okay, let's get to it. Hope you enjoy. So lately, I've been getting more and more questions about podcast interviews. Which is the best software for me to use? Should I try it on Zoom first and then upgrade to a paid platform? How much does it cost? All the things. And I am so excited to bring to you today a conversation with the co-founders of the software that I use and absolutely love, Squadcast. So if you've never heard of Squadcast, after today, you're going to know the entire origin story, all about the founders, and what is coming in the future for this incredible software. So let's get right to it. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to figure out the world of podcasting, think of this show as the time-saving shortcut you've been looking for. So let's get right to it, shall we? Okay, so like I said in the beginning, today we are talking to Zach Moreno and Rock Felder, the co-founders of Squadcast.fm and the host of the Between Two Mics podcast about how they found an opportunity to make a really big difference in a crowded industry. 
Together, they're on a mission to amplify collaboration by making the process of recording podcasts as seamless and hassle-free as possible. Can I get an amen to that? Anybody that's trying to do a podcast interview and they're like ready to pull their hair out, you're really going to enjoy today's conversation. But their innovative product is fast becoming the industry standard to record shows remotely in the best sound quality possible. Now, before we dive into today's interview, I want to give you a little backstory on my journey with podcast interviews. For a long time, whenever I first started, I used Skype like way back in the day, because I thought, well, this is what everyone does, right? Kind of what we do when we get started. I didn't really ask anybody that was a podcast professional. I just kind of went all in and did my own thing. Well, I ended up losing uh, a few incredible interviews. I was devastated. And then I switched to Zoom, which was really reliable. It worked really well for me for a while until the actual workflow of creating podcasts became a little too much because I was having to convert files and do a lot of other things on the back end. And it just felt like a really clunky process. And then the pandemic hit and all of a sudden everybody was on Zoom. And in those first few months, whenever everyone was adjusting to staying at home, working from home, schooling at home on Zoom, I decided to make a switch because I had just a gut feeling that this wasn't the best process for me to be using. So I started asking around, what's the best platform? Where should I go? And the Squadcast name came up time and time again. So I was so excited to interview these guys on the podcast and ask them questions that I know y'all are dying to know, but let's be honest, I geeked out and we all just had a fantastic conversation about the future of podcasting, where they see it going, and some other fun things that I cannot wait to share with you. So here is my interview with Zach and Rock, the co-founders of Squadcast. All right, Profit Podcast listeners, I'm so excited. So first of all, I have to tell you, this is a first for me. I am hosting a three-person interview. So it's myself and the guys from Squadcast. So welcome to the show, Zach and Rock. How are you guys today? Good. Thanks for having us on, Crystal. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. So, okay, so so everybody gets to know your voices. Introduce yourself individually. Sure. I'm Zachariah Moreno, the co-founder and CEO of Squadcast.fm. And I'm Rockfelder. I'm his co-founder, and I handle the CFO duties. Awesome. Awesome. So I have to tell you, and I warned them ahead of time. I was like, I'm going to be like braggadocious on Squadcast because I love this platform so much. It is my preferred go-to. It's where I tell everybody, like, if you're going to do podcast interviews, you have to go to Squadcast. It's such a great, easy to use platform. But I want to go back to the beginning. Tell us how you got started in the podcasting space in the beginning. Well, for today, we're, we're glad we can help you with your show and appreciate that very much. Um, that's why we're doing this. So we um, ran into this, this challenge of you know recording quality remote interviews uh, where we couldn't be in the same room. And um, Rock and I 
kind of before that were longtime friends and uh, Rock introduced me to podcasting actually as a listener and uh, kind of decided at some point that we wanted to be a little bit more active like yourself and a lot of listeners uh, to your show where we wanted to actually create a podcast. And that's really where we ran into this um, this challenge of quality content remotely um, because we weren't in the same room. We couldn't do production in a studio environment uh, at a regular cadence to keep our audience happy. And uh, that was a bit discouraging at first uh, with kind of the state of the art and how things were and just kind of kept assuming it was a solved problem uh, until we realized, you know, we had turned over all the stones and uh, and then decided that we could actually build something new. Um, as, a, as a software engineer, I saw some opportunities for uh, using some new technology and building some new technology that was really specific to empowering podcasters to have meaningful conversations uh, really anywhere in the world. And, uh, and, you know, Rock and I have our roots together. So I uh, thought, thought of nobody better to, uh, to be my co-founder on this journey. And we've been at that about four years now in, in service of the, the podcast community. That's awesome. So when did y'all actually, like, when did you first start your first podcast then, Rock? What year was that? Well, we put the podcast plans on hold, to be honest, uh, just because when we ran into this problem, uh, after some original uh, discouragement and thinking like, well, maybe this is a no-go and not going to happen, Zach, given his background as a software developer, thought, well, maybe this is an opportunity to to build what not just what I need, but maybe what the podcast community needs. And so uh, one day back in 2016, he, he gave me a call, um, kind of out of the blue, I don't know, and um, was basically pitching me the idea for uh, what is Squadcast now. And for me, it, it wasn't really hard to get excited about because it was based in podcasting. And like he said, we were already big listeners of, of podcasting. And I always felt like it was it was just a matter of time before it became mainstream. And I, I it, even in 2016, it was still not mainstream, which was always a surprise to me, but I figured it, it was eventually going to break through. So that was like one wave we always saw ourselves writing. Additionally, with the, the wave and the um, increase in interest in podcasting, we figured more people are going to want to create podcasts as well. So they're going to need tools and those tools should be high quality because audio quality is very important. We felt like it's one of the few things you as a podcaster, like have in your control to separate you from the rest of your category. Um, so we figured that that was just going to be something that we could like truly make a difference and level the playing field for anybody. And not everybody's going to have the option to interview their guests or talk with their co-host in the same room or in the same studio space. So the other wave that we uh, always saw Squadcast writing was the remote collaboration, remote work wave. And I think that's something that Zach and I didn't necessarily um, weren't as intentional about because we both had previous work experience working from home. So it wasn't like we already felt like the, that was the way of the world. But uh, 2020 came and showed us how how uh, unready for, for uh, working from home the world was. But I guess we were a little bit uh, seen into the future in that regard. Uh, not the pandemic, but just working from home being being uh, more more common. Um, but to answer your question, to come full circle, we did end up finally creating a podcast, which is great because um, as 
listeners, we didn't know what it was like to be a podcast producer or a podcast host, but now finally getting, getting behind the mic, our show is called Between Two Mics. We've really been able to understand what it's like to be a, an independent podcaster uh, because that is the community that we serve. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, podcasting is not easy and it's very similar to starting a startup. You have to wear a lot of hats and do a lot of activities that are more than just the end product, which is, you know, I think what a lot of people... Um, it makes sense, but mistakenly think that just getting behind a mic and just talking is is all it takes. There's so much more, which I know you know, Crystal, because you're you're you do good work helping them understand that and helping them kind of focus more on creating the content, which is the hard part. But there's certainly uh, a lot more going on in our podcast. We kind of get to 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 live that out a little bit, and we use Squadcast to record it. So it's it, it has come full circle. However, the original idea Zach had was a science fiction podcast, so I think that's still in the works. At least uh, if he's if he's working on it. He hasn't shared it with me yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like behind the scenes. He's like, this is my own little project. Like he's just going to unveil it one day and be like, I've been working on this during the whole pandemic. And <laughs> <laughs> have some plans and, uh, you know, met some really great people who have, uh, who have actually helped me advance that. So it's, uh, yeah, I'm hoping to bring it full circle, but, uh, I respect tremendously the work of all podcasters, but especially uh, the, the the audio drama folks, because you have added complexity on top of it. And if you're recording remotely, you know that's that's really um, an extra layer as well. So, uh, yeah, we kind of pivoted from the podcast to building uh, the solution to the problem that we had found, and uh, that's that's been uh, been quite a lot to keep us busy thus far. But um, but you know, ideas come up even since then that that uh, I'm hoping to bring to life soon. Yes, that's so exciting. I love hearing the behind the scenes of how like an idea came to fruition or, you know, this collaboration came about because y'all have known each other for a long time, right? Like, did y'all grow up together? Yeah. So we've known each other since high school. Uh, I first met Zach actually when he was 13 years old, I believe. His his brother is a little bit older. His brother, Vince, who is also uh, on our team, he's the, he's the head of our customer support and also is the producer of our podcast. So very fortunate to have him uh, helping us out in a few ways. But uh, so I originally was uh, closer in age to Vince, but Zach and Vince are extremely close. Um, and so I got to know Zach very early on um, and just kind of even though we were friends in high school and I, you know, so we always had that kind of uh, bond. Uh, I think the bond only strengthened as we w kind of went our separate ways after high school. And, and he went the software development tech route. I went more of the business accounting route. Um, and so we kind of went our separate ways, but I got to, I got to see him still accomplish a lot of things. And I think he did the same for me uh, from, um, you know, cause he set these goals, like, uh, I want to work at Google or I want to write a bike or uh, write a bike, write a book. Sorry. <laughs> uh, write a book. Similar. It's like, it's like writing a bike, isn't it, Zach? Um, yeah. so seeing him kind of set these goals and I don't want to say I, I, I didn't doubt him, but I was just like, wow, that's a, that's a big deal. Like I, I hope he, he does it. And then just seeing him knock it off the list one by one. And he had approached me before the idea of Squadcast about other ideas, uh, that, could be startups. Um, and so I just thought like, something's going to work. He, this guy's, I like where his head's at. I like where he's thinking. I would love to be a part of something more independent and entrepreneurial eventually. Um, and, and, and if he wants me to be a part of it, I would love that because I, I, I strongly think whatever he put his, he puts his mind to, uh, it comes, it comes to reality. So, uh, when he approached me for that, the idea of Squadcast, like I said, I had already been kind of waiting for that. I had spent five years in, in, in the corporate world and, and, 
that, that life was good to me, but it also made me want something more, I think too. So having the opportunity to like help creators and, and really move the needle on making podcasting better, a medium that I just really love and has been an important part of my life uh, ever since I, I found it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and I love that. So y'all have this like this common bond and y'all are both just charging forward together. It sounds like it's a family affair too. It's like, that's, it's so cool. I love to hear the origination stories of businesses just like yours, but I want to switch gears for a second because I know we have so many listeners that are either about to start a podcast or they're thinking about launching a podcast, or maybe they've launched a solo podcast and they're thinking about doing interviews. So we kind of talked a a little bit about this before we started recording, but y'all people get so freaked out whenever they have to turn on the microphone and do an interview, just like we're doing right now for the very first time. Like I, I still remember because my show, whenever I first started, I've rebranded ever since then, but I like on purpose did an interview with an old friend of mine. She was from high school because I was like, all right, if I'm going to look stupid, if I'm going to mess this thing up, at least I can do it in good company. So it's a good idea. I know there's a yeah. lot of people out here that are thinking the same thing. They're like, okay, how can I make this transition either from solo episodes or from not having done an interview to doing an interview as seamless as possible? So do y'all have any tips for them? Yeah, and uh, appreciate your transparency there because I I feel the same way. I mean, uh, it took a while to to get uh, comfortable, and I, I would still say that's uh, that's always evolving practice. Um, so, and then you add to that, like when most people are doing interviews in their life, it, it's like probably heightened uh, heightened anxiety anyway because it may be for a job or uh, interviewing somebody for for you know in, in either role um, can be a little bit stressful, and then especially if you're doing a solo show, like now all of a sudden you're kind of performing along with somebody else that, um, you know, is kind of an improv nature to that. So you're never really sure where it's going to go. Um, and you kind of add all those things together and yeah, it can turn into, uh, it can turn into kind of a, a soup of anxiety, uh, especially when you add in technology to that. Um, if that technology is kind of, uh, getting in your way and kind of, uh, just a, a box that you can't really see inside of, then uh, then that can even you know add to it. So we uh, have a have a practice of of listening within our culture at Squadcast, and we learned this from the community very early on the the heightened sense of anxiety, and then felt it ourselves once we started to get in front of the mic um, or behind the mic, I should say, and. Um, and and we do a lot of design work and um, and are very intentional about reducing or completely removing um, what we can from the uh, from the experience, as well as uh, you know that that adds a level of simplicity. So um, so your guest doesn't have distractions of things to click on and things to uh, occupy their uh, their attention while uh, while you know, not having a flowing dialogue with you. We, uh, we try to do everything we can to make sure that the dialogue is flowing natural and uninterrupted. And, uh, and then a lot of the technology that really helps, uh, capture that quality audio for your listeners, as well as, uh, the level of reliability that reduces a lot of anxiety. So we have done a lot of engineering under the hood of Squadcast, to make sure one that people can connect easily across the world and like over 120 countries, but then also have 
100% confidence that they're always going to walk away with the content needed for their next episode to drop on time for their for their audience. That that um, regular cadence of publishing is critical to podcasting, as well as uh, respect for everybody's time. You have worked your tail off to get this interview scheduled with uh, with somebody who you probably look up to and is a thought leader in your in your category in your topic. So that time is very precious. So um, all of those things really, it's it's critical to uh, to do what we can as a platform to to build tools that kind of remove that that complexity and uh, and really make it transparent what's going on and that you're uh, you're always going to walk away with those recordings. I can I can go into how that works if you like, um, but there's a lot of technology under the hood that uh, always makes sure that you're you're never going to lose a recording and those recordings are going to sound great. Well, I mean, I, so like I said earlier, I'm going to brag on y'all because I, w- I would actually love to talk about my favorite features of Squadcast. And then you can go into the behind the scenes of like, oh my gosh, that took us, you know, six months to develop <laughs> that. Or I'm so glad you love it because that was like, it was about to be on the chopping block or whatever. But I, what I love so much about Squadcast is it's so easy to share links with other people. So um, if you have not tried Squadcast, like, don't worry, we're going to have links to everything. You can have a seven day free trial. It's so awesome. We'll have that in the show notes. But whenever I go in to schedule a new interview, it's so easy to make to invite people like because I know that there's all kinds of cool scheduling platforms and you can do all this fancy extra stuff. But for most of my listeners, they are solopreneurs. They are a one woman or a one man show. And I feel like that's just one thing that makes it that much easier to get someone on your calendar, have it scheduled. So I love that feature. But the other feature that I love is actually what we're experiencing right now. So we're here, we're in our, you know, in our chat and we're doing our interview, but then I know whenever this is done and I hit that stop button that everybody's files have been recorded locally and then uploaded. Like this is this was the game changer and this is why I switched from another platform to Squadcast. So can you talk about those two features a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Crystal. So Zach, I'll, I'll, I'll take the first one and then maybe you can take the second one. So that's, that sounds good. That's some, that is your invention. <laughs> um, so in regards to making it easy to share or schedule uh, your show, I'm really happy to hear that, that you find that valuable, Crystal, because it wasn't something that was necessarily intuitive to us at first, because primarily Squadcast focus is helping you remotely record a high quality podcast and making it extremely easy on your guests so that we we see our role as part of the podcast production workflow but we've also learned through our engagement and listening to uh, our customers and just the podcast community that there's obviously other parts of the workflow as well and we even though we truly do see it as our place to be solely focused on helping you with remote recording and being the best in the world at it. We do want to help you set uh, set you up for success on those other um, portions of the workflow. So there is a scheduling, planning, kind of pre-interview process. So we figured, well, why not just make it easy here instead of having to go to a, a third party app or something like that? We did want it to feel very similar to like a Google Doc or something like that. It's very, we, we really embrace collaboration and think everything is better with collaboration. And so docs like Google, just the way that it works like that was kind of the inspiration. And then obvious also the fact that a lot of guests are not necessarily um, 
the most comfortable with recording audio or, or it's, it's new to them, especially recording remotely is new to a lot of folks. Uh, and maybe they're just not familiar with technology uh, or newer technology in general. Uh, we wanted to make it stre- extremely easy and lightweight for them to join you in a session. So all they have to do on their end is click a link. They don't have to download or install anything. And then like said, as, as Zach said, as soon as you hit stop on the recording in your interview, your files are there immediately waiting for you. Um, and so Zach, I'll let you unpack on how we got there a little bit more. Yeah, it's really a process. Like we uh, started back in the day by just recording all the audio locally to capture really high quality. Um, And then we just kind of did a traditional upload like you would do if you were to drag a file into Dropbox or something like that. And you kind of watch the progress bar and go. And um, the, the, the trouble, though, is what happens if that gets interrupted? What happens if uh, something in the real world, like the power going out or a microphone being unplugged or the internet going down, like these things happen. And we saw that happen uh, relatively quickly. So then it was like, how do we speed it up? Like, let's just get the file to upload as quickly as possible. But it was still happening at the very end. So you still needed to wait a little bit. And then, uh, you know, I'll give credit to our founding advisor, Harry Duran, um, with Podcast Junkies and mentor and good friend of ours, he kind of asked the question like, well, what's happening while we're recording? Like, um, I'm having this conversation. It's a half an hour or an hour. Um, what's like, my computer just seems like I'm having this conversation, but it's kind of just sitting idle. Like, could we use that time um, to help speed that along and, and increase the reliability and, um, and all of those improvements? And um, we didn't have an answer, but it was a really good question. And it, it took us about nine or 10 attempts to really build out uh, the technology. It turns out it didn't exist. So we that's where Rock mentioned the invention. We have two patents pending. Um, one of them is for this progressive upload technology that we've developed. And um, yeah, it, it, it gives us kind of our cake and we, we get to eat it too. It's like really high quality audio because it's recorded locally, but at the same time, it's very reliable and the experience is very fast. You just click the stop button and your file renders and is available to you right away. And that also uh, speaks to your previous question about building up confidence, making people aware of what's happening inside of the system. And uh, and that's kind of a one security blanket, right? One, one level of, of uh, reliability. But in addition to that, we have automatic backups recorded uh, of the entire conversation from start to finish. And that way, even if you forgot to hit record or something went wrong with that upload process or somebody's behind a firewall or any of this like, uh, you know, stuff that can get in the way of that happening, as long as you're having a conversation and dialogue with somebody, that uh, that audio will be recorded as well and is available to you right after you leave the session. Uh, so there, there's there's other things that I can speak to um, within that that technology stack, but that's kind of the our approach is just um, making sure that we're optimizing for audio quality at every opportunity, and then uh, and then seeking out how how do we make this even more reliable? How do we make it so that um, people are never in a position where they don't have the content that they worked really hard to create? I just, I'm, I feel like I'm in heaven right now. Cause I'm just geeking out. Like I'm just taking all of this in. I'm like, these are my people. Like you don't understand. Like oh, I could nice. just talk about this stuff all day. Like it gets me so excited. Cause I'm sure there's some listeners that are like, okay, like, you know, we don't care about as much of the deep dive, but I'm like salivating over here. <laughs> I, I love hearing all of this. This is so cool because you guys, like, if you don't understand the 
complexities of how podcast recording used to be. And I mean, I, I like I said in the beginning, I haven't been doing podcasting as long as some people are that could may even be listening to this show. I've been doing, I've been on the scene since 2018 and I've really been teaching for about the last year and a half. But in the beginning of my journey, I was not exposed to Squadcast, and I had some very unfortunate circumstances that happened during interviews, and the solution was having the audio uploaded, one, directly from where people are recording. So it definitely increases the quality of the audio, but two... I don't have to worry about losing my files. I actually had a few instances where I lost, and this was on different platforms. I lost entire interviews that one of them was with an international person that I like, and we couldn't get back on schedule. And so I was devastated when this happened. So definitely feel more confident whenever I go into the platform to record. I just know I'm like, they got my back. <laughs> they got my back. <laughs> yeah, that that's what it's all about. Um, you know, all this all this uh technology, it's really for for that feeling that you get when um and when you re- go into record in a in a physical studio, if you have that uh, you know, privilege and opportunity uh to do that, uh, the engineer will do things really without uh whoever's helping you with that session, uh will do things kind of uh, below the surface, let's say. And one of those things is recording backups. So that's something that's kind of not obvious to people like, oh, you could say like a Squadcast isn't confident about their recording setup. So that's why they need backups. Uh, quite the opposite. We're, uh, you know, very confident. We just want to make sure that it is 100% of the time. And that's worth it to us to make sure because it's it's really hard work doing these interviews and and getting really quality content for your for your audience. So uh, it's really just that extra level of security that uh, that really gives us that warm and fuzzy when we uh, when we sit down to record. Absolutely. Oh, it definitely gives me the warm and fuzzies. I'm like, okay. And what's <laughs> even too. better is I can actually leave my files in my Squadcast platform until I'm ready to download them. So. For anybody that doesn't understand that, like I have interviews that I've done in the last few weeks that I leave them there until I'm actually ready to go and edit the interview. So I'm not having to juggle a whole bunch of files until I'm ready for them. I can batch a whole bunch of interviews if I wanted to and leave them in Squadcast in my account, and then I can go and download them later. So that's another really cool feature that I enjoy. But I want to switch gears for real fast because we've talked a few times about you know, 2020 and how things have shifted. So what has that been like for y'all? Have y'all seen an explosion of growth? Have y'all seen different challenges that you never even thought about? Like, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, happy to. So we started strong in 2020. Um, We had a lot of momentum coming into 2020. We changed our pricing. And I think uh, the the word got out to to enough people that uh, Squadcast was starting to, to gain some serious traction. And so that was really exciting, but you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, March, 2020, when the shelter in place went into effect pretty much worldwide, I guess uh, it, it did have some strange benefit to our business, um, which was very, again, strange to us, but we were also grateful that Squadcast was in a, in a position to help a bunch of content creators that 
need to record remotely for the first time or uh, yeah, whether they were first starting off their podcast journey or they were a, a big media company like working for Vox or ESPN or something like that. And so the fact that Squadcast was on the short list of options that can help them uh, keep their content production on schedule was was truly amazing uh, because many people were like you and, and like us too, where we had already been um, had the unfortunate experience of dealing with the Skype or Zoom recording going wrong. And it's, I don't think it's fair to say that those are bad tools. That's just not the appropriate use case for what they were built for. And that's the difference right. between us and Squadcast is we've built this specifically for content creators to collaborate remotely and create the highest quality content online. And so uh, when that need became more apparent for the world, uh, we just felt very fortunate that uh, the timing worked out, that there was a, a solid product with a solid team that was able to, to help them. And I think that's the only thing that maybe we weren't ready for completely is that our team was still uh, relatively small to handle the increase in volume. However, we had already put in the plan. Uh, like I said, we, we had a big plans for 2020. So a lot of things didn't necessarily change. It just needed to happen sooner. So it didn't keep completely catch us off guard. It just... Um, but it was a bit surreal when uh, just one after another, big big name podcaster, big name company, on top of just heavy volume in general. Um, it was it was a, a remarkable experience because uh, you know the rest of the world is is having a different experience. So it, it was, I'm still trying to process it to be quite honest. But uh, we survived, and and the business has been been doing great and stabilized, and we're continuing to grow the team and invest everything back into the business. So. Uh, you know, we, we really are grateful that, uh, you know, things worked out, uh, the way that they did for us, but, um, also cannot, you know, cannot forget that it's, it's for, uh, some of the most unfortunate circumstances ever. So it is a bit of a pickle to, to kind of, kind of wrestle with, but you know, there's plenty of other companies that are having similar, uh, success. I'm, I'm, I, you know, you read about, uh, so many of like the at-home fitness apps. Like I've been a, 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 I guess I've been a workout and a work from home kind of person for a while now, but seeing how that industry is rising is, is very similar to us. So, um, you know, I don't think nothing to feel guilty about, but it is again, strange is the word that I keep coming back to. How about for you, Zach? For sure. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, I agree. A bit, a bit surreal, but really grateful that we could kind of rise to this occasion. And a lot of the work that we did, um, to build Squadcast and build our team and prepare um, was it felt like overkill. You know, it felt like over engineering until it wasn't, and uh, until we needed to to scale and continue growing globally. So, um, yeah, I'm just grateful from a technology perspective that we we took that into our design from day one, and uh, and really were able to live up to that and continue to grow from there. Yeah. I mean, I, I think about, you know, what if your company had been, you know, back in like where you might've been in 2017, like you're still trying to figure out some things right. and get things in place, but it's like right, right time, right, right place for sure for what y'all were already doing. But I know there are so many people in the audience that have either started using Squadcast or they're interested in Squadcast and they would be mad at me if I did not ask, what's in the future for do y'all have any big plans do y'all have anything that you can talk about you might be working on something top secret i'm not talking about the top secret ones but <laughs> do you have anything up and coming that our listeners would love to hear about i love the future so this is one of my favorite things to talk about and um yeah what while we are you know are grateful for where we've come from and and where we're at now um 
it, it's really exciting the the platform that we've built and now we get to do really amazing things on top of that so we started because of this organic challenge we found within podcasting and and then really our emphasis switched to listening to podcast uh, podcast creators in the community. Um, and that's a great gift that we have uh, in our industry is, is, is uh, people are articulate and very gifted at communicating their needs and their desires. And we just try to get out of the way and build things that are useful to people um, and continue that cycle over and over. So that's really what happened. Our, our most requested feature is, uh, is to record video in addition to the audio. And uh, really, we want to uh, continue to expand on our reputation that we're we're grateful to have earned uh, when it comes to quality and reliability with recording audio, and really take all of those lessons learned and apply it to also capturing the video in the same way with uh, local recordings for everybody in the conversation, pushing up to the cloud in the background while you record with backups of those videos. That combination really um, has has not has not been done within uh, within video, and um, and it was really a first within audio as well. So that's where we're so grateful we have an opportunity to help with uh, with kind of changing what's possible within audio, and then the great gift of being able to do that a second time uh, with video um, is is the next major step forward for us to to answer your question. So uh, so in the coming months we'll be rolling out video recording. Uh, we'll still have audio recording as our foundation, and, and that's never going to change. It's, uh, it's more so that you now will have the option to also capture the video uh, of the conversation, which gives you and your audience much more uh, kind of uh, potential content to produce and create and, and watch and listen to uh, kind of anywhere that, that your show is in, in the wild. So that's really exciting to us because it's it's all about um, empowering, you know, collaboration. Really amplifying collaboration is our mission, and uh, we we uh, feel incredibly grateful. We have a, a second opportunity to continue to kind of maximize and amplify those creative potential. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm sitting here. I'm my. I'm not an engineer by any means. I like know just enough techie things to be dangerous, but I'm sitting here thinking about video. And I see, uh, you know, one of my things, actually, I spent most of the day today, like here's the behind the scenes of my day, like organizing my files, because I have audio files, I have video files, I have so many different kinds of files. I'm like, I need to do some, you know, spring cleaning in September. But um, I, I'm just curious, like, do you see that becoming an issue with someone having so much, like if you have audio, a video, and you have all these different... Um, I guess, limitations, would you see running into that issue? Um, like within, I don't know, I don't really know. Like, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's a great thing to bring up. And this is part of us uh, kind of listening to you in real time and thinking about that, because I do think that it's not unreasonable to think that people are going to have issues with that, especially because we provide tracks separately. So for our conversation, you're going to get three tracks. But if um, we had the video recording, you would get, in addition to the three audio tracks, three video tracks. So I, I hear what you're saying, that that could be a lot to juggle. So I guess this kind of comes back to knowing our place in the workflow and setting up you for success on both ends. So uh, again, there's the pre-interview scheduling process, but then also setting you up for success with clean files and and maybe a, a good way to organize them is something worth considering. Um, we have talked about um, 
adding integrations in, in the far out future a little bit where, uh, cause we know a lot of podcasters are using tools like Dropbox and Google drive to organize their files. So kind of having, taking that step off of you and putting it, letting the apps kind of talk to each other is, is definitely something we've, uh, discussed and really see a lot of value providing to, uh, you, because again, you're, a lot of you are, are solo. And so if we can just automate and, and help take, takes things off your, your plate that we already know you're doing. So again, we knew people were scheduling. So why have them go into a different app? Let's just have it all happen through Squadcast. That's, that's the idea. And we will continue to do integrations on that side of things too, because we know a lot of you are using apps like Calendly and Acuity. So pretty soon we'll be able to play nice with those as well. Oh, I'm so excited. I love talking APIs and integrations and all <laughs> things like, like, like I said, I know just enough to be dangerous. You didn't and lie. Like, <laughs> have these ideas where I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to be waiting for it. Like I'm on pins and needles waiting because like I said, I just spent so much of my day today. Like I'm a digital hoarder. Okay. I'm just going to call myself <laughs> like, call a spade a spade. Like I just have issues with having so many files. So that actually like makes me feel a little bit more comfortable because I just, I just download stuff. And then I'm, my husband, like he's in the tech industry and he's like, why do you have all of this stuff? And I'm just like, just in case, yeah. he's like, you don't need it. You delete it, delete it. So, <laughs> but okay, guys, this has been so much fun, but I have another question and that is, are you up for some rapid fire questions? Yeah, let's, let's go. go. I'm the worst okay. at this, by the way. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> be vulnerable. With three people. So I'm I'm actually, I'm going to ask this question. So Rock, you'll go first. And then Zach, you'll go second. But I do want both of y'all to answer. I just have three questions and they're not, they're, they'll be pretty easy. So Rock, what advice would you give to a brand new podcaster? Yeah. So one of the things that I like to say is just to, to be realistic, uh, that the, the first time that you get behind the mic is probably not going to be that awesome or great. And, and really you shouldn't and listen to your favorite podcaster in episode one. And if they've had a hundred episodes, it'll probably sound different than episode 100 and that's totally okay. It's all about just getting, getting better and getting reps is the way that Zach and I see it. Um, so just, but, but going into it realistic that like, you're probably not going to have this Joe Rogan size show, because guess what? Nobody else does. And so I think just being realistic about it and, and understanding that like, it's, if you have a, an audience of 200 people that crave your content and are coming back to it every week, that's a huge deal. I mean, think about 200 people coming to see you speak every month or week or whatever the schedule is. That's how we like to think of it, uh, just to show like how special that is. You'd be blown away probably if you're speaking in front of 200 people, well, I'd be freaking nervous. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, but that, but that's okay. And I think a lot of podcasters think, well, I only have 200 or a thousand or I can't get ads yet. And it's like, it's okay. Podcasting is, um, it doesn't usually have hyper growth, but it is very rewarding to people that are consistent. So if you can persevere and continue to nurture your, your audience and, 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 hone your craft, uh, you will be rewarded. It just might not be, uh, that, that Joe Rogan size, but you can still cultivate a, a great audience and a great business out of podcasting. That's awesome. Do you have anything to add to that, Zach? Yeah, I'll take it from a, from like a quality perspective. That's a, something you can do. That's really easy. That's not obvious to, uh, to everybody where, um, it wasn't obvious to me, but when you're recording remotely uh, or recording audio in general, you tend to think of the the microphone as, you know, what gives you quality audio and, and then how your voice sounds. Um, 
there are other elements that technology can help with, but for the most part, that's kind of the gist of it. It's not obvious or it's less obvious that headphones actually can help have quality audio, uh, especially for a remote conversation that you're recording over the web. Um, and that really just removes the need to kind of process the audio that would uh, be kind of to remove any sort of feedback that can happen if audio is coming out of your speakers. It can sometimes get picked up by your microphone. And uh, and that sounds like some kind of double talk. And we don't want that. And that that really is uh, is, is is tough to work with in, in editing and post-production. It just adds time. So uh, rather than kind of putting that on the robots in the computer to try to do their kind of uh, the best job at it, you can put headphones on and not have to worry about any of that. And it's really simple. And um, I think most people have access to headphones these days. So that is uh, my tip for kind of the less obvious, uh, less obvious thing you can do to get higher quality audio uh, on any platform. That's true for Squadcast, but it's true for any platform. That's so good. Yes, I totally agree with that. That's a good one. Okay, so Zach, I'm going to come to you first on this one. This is a two part question. So what is the dream podcast you would love to be on? And then who is your dream podcast guest? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I've really been enjoying the uh, the Michelle Obama podcast. Uh, that's really been great. And that would be kind of many, many birds with one stone if I was able to, uh, to, to be on that show. Um, that's just what comes to mind. And then ideal podcast guest. Um, ooh, that's a, that's a really good one. I would say just because there's not a lot of content and they're relatively new to podcasting, I think I'd love to to talk to the leadership at uh, Spotify and Anchor about their, our podcast Between Two Mics is all about people who are moving podcasting forward. And for right now, for 2020 and 2019, I would say that uh, that's probably, uh, that's probably Spotify that's moving things forward the most. Um, so that would be a, a dream, dream guest to interview on our show. Awesome. All right, Rock, you had a second to think about it. <laughs> I know. And this is where I, I struggle with this because I'm like, what is that one? Um, so I think the one there's for me, like podcasters like Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan, they they kind of got me started to this. I don't necessarily listen to those shows as as frequently as I did, but they really got me uh, interested in podcasting and really seeing the magic because they interview incredible guests. And then oftentimes those guests have a podcast or, or start a podcast. So that's really what got this kind of viral obsession, if you will, with podcasting where I'm just finding all these interesting people. So I think, I think them um, being on their show would be a, an incredible honor and, and means I must've done some, some huge accomplishments. Um <laughs> Who to interview on our show? I really like your answer, Zach. So, hmm. I mean, I guess we it would be cool to get Guy Raza on. That's another big time podcaster that would be fun to to interview. Awesome. Awesome. These are so good. Yeah. And we're, I'm actually going to link to all these in the show notes. So if anybody's curious about their podcast and checking them out, make sure you go check that out. Okay. So the last question that I have for y'all, do you consider yourself a perfectionist? I do not. I I learned that uh, it it it's just too much. Uh, what is, what is that saying? Like done is better than perfect. So I, I kind of learned that back in the day, and I um, it, it's easier. Like I want to be a perfectionist, I, but it's it's actually helped me live a more sane life to to not be a perfectionist. But respect to all the perfectionists out there, because there there is spe something special about you all. 
<laughs> yeah, I think I think I have a similar answer. Like, always have a bias towards action, even if it's imperfect. Um, but I'm always trying to uh, take kind of micro steps forward to improve things, and uh, and that's really the great gift for for me personally with with my kind of uh, life mission is is um, is being of service to uh, to creators, and that is uh, you know something I've always focused on. But with Squadcast, the impact is really really massive, and we get to help people create things together, which is also very beautiful to me. So that's um, that's I think really really critical for for me personally, and and I, I just love that I get to to live that every day with uh, with Squadcast. This is so awesome. You guys, this was such a fantastic conversation. Thank you all so much for coming on the show. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners today? Yeah, well, thank you so much, Crystal. We really appreciate the opportunity to share our, our story and a little bit about uh, behind the scenes of Squadcast. But if you are looking for uh, more information on Squadcast or you want to start uh, your seven-day free trial, everyone gets a seven-day free trial. So head over to our website at squadcast.fm. And then you can also find a bunch of resources on helping you be a better podcaster, specifically with uh, remote recording. Uh, and then also you can find our podcast and a bunch of other resources that... Uh, hopefully we'll help you be a better podcaster. All right. Thank you all so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. So what did you think? I know I warned you ahead of time that we were going to get into some real podcast geekiness, but I mean, come on, like these are my people. (laughs) I had to take advantage of the opportunity to chat with other people that are just as obsessed with podcasting. I am so excited to see some of the cool innovative things that they're working on behind the scenes over at Squadcast. If you want to try them out for free, I am an affiliate partner with them and you can get a free seven-day trial by going to crystalprofit.com slash Squadcast. So I want you to check them out. If you've been looking for a reliable platform to conduct your podcast interviews, I really think that you should give them a shot because I have found that their audio is a higher quality. And as you heard in the interview, this is what they focus on, right? Like it is focusing on making the best sound for your podcast and making the entire process that much easier. So again, go to crystalprofit.com slash squadcast. And for any of the other things that we mentioned in today's episode, go to crystalprofit.com slash episode 204 to check out the show notes for today's episode. And make sure and go listen to Zach and Rock on their Behind Two Mics podcast because it sounds really awesome. And I can't wait to hear a little bit more about them. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you're brand new and you've never subscribed or left a review, I encourage you to do so. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast so you get a notification every time we put out a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday. And I would so appreciate you leaving us a rating and a review. That helps us push this podcast in front of more people that are trying to get into the podcasting industry. But that's all I have for you today. So remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere.